0: New 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 Welcome to New Piney Grove Baptist Church, where Grove. one of our core values is Christian education. Let's tune in to this week's message. I have spent more time pastoring than I did in the military, but my military experience has really shaped my pathing to some degree. I'm reminded that military provided or provide their soldiers and their sailors and marines and airmen with a number of books. And military personnel are trained to do Everything, everything by the book. I know in the Air Force they did with a lot of acronyms and initials to make it easier to remember. For my 22 years, I recall three basic books that we live by. T.O.'s, S.O.P.'s, P.M.I. Now TO is a tech order, SOP is Standard Operating Procedure, and PMI, and I can't remember exactly is it Preventive Maintenance Inspection or Preventive Maintenance Instruction, but for our person we're going to use inspection. Now military tech order deals with minimum standards allowed. A military standard operating procedure deals with the way things must be done. And a military-preventive maintenance inspection deals with whatever is necessary to ensure equipment against equipment failure beforehand. Now, the purpose of all three, in fact, we even call them the Bibles, if I remember, the purpose of all three of these books was to ensure the success of the operation. The same ought to be true about the greatest books, or the greatest book of all times. And that's the Bible. And when we look at it from a military perspective, I want you to follow with me now. A biblical tech order from a... Bible perspective will be found in Romans 12 and 2. Present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto the God, that you may approve all that is good and acceptable to him. This is your reasonable service. That would be a T.O. A biblical standard operating procedure would be found in Colossians 3 and 17. Wherever you do, in word or deed, do it in the name of the Lord. Now, a biblical prevented maintenance or inspection would be found in Psalms 139, 23, 24, where David says, Search me, O God, and see if there's any wickedness found within me. That my brothers and sisters, is living the Christian life by the book. Now, the title of our message this morning was inspired by a TV ad. Some of you may have seen it coming from Choice Hotels International, where they used the phrase, by the book, by the boom. In one of the commercials, there's a staff meeting. And the CEO is listening to all the staff with all these suggestions on how to improve the industry. After listening to all of their suggestions, he simply says, by the book, by the boom," Implying, let's continue to do what got us here in the first place. Continue to do what made us successful. Now, according to Choice Hotel website, the commercial, by the book, by the boom, was designed to convince travelers that there is a better way to be successful in your search for the best hotel. But I'm not here to talk about a hotel chain. I would like for us to view this catchphrase, by the book, by the boom from a spiritual perspective and find the best way that we should be successful in ministry. You see, Choice Hotel spells by B-U-Y, which means to purchase something. But for our perspective, I'm going to spell it B-Y, meaning to follow specific principles and guidelines. The word book in the commercial means to affirm a reservation. But for our purpose, we're talking about the book, the Bible. Are you ready? You see, it should be every Christian desire to be successful. But oftentimes we're not because we don't want to do what's required. I speak to the church family right now. You see, some of us are satisfied with just driving cars. And the Lord is calling us to fly planes. You see, doing it by the book requires work, effort, dedication, and loyalty. And we don't want to work. We don't want to put forth the effort. We don't want to give the dedication or be committed or be loyal. So we take this, it don't take all that attitude. Then, when we get convicted and we try to fly, we crash. Because we have not followed the flight instruction. In fact, we don't realize that the car purpose is to drive you to the airport. Some of us are still on the highway. Some of us are still in the hangar. And some of us are still taxing on the runway. But we can't take off because we don't know how to fly a plane because we ain't read the book. When we fail, one time, we give up and refuse to try again. Thus we become unproductive and unsuccessful. Isn't it amazing that when a baby is learning to walk, that they fall? And we encourage them, even if we don't encourage them, they have a tendency to try again. But when it comes to being babe in Christ, all it takes is one time falling, And we through it, walking all together. Joshua's was in a situation where he really was getting ready to fly. And God told Joshua exactly what he needed to do to be successful. And we too can be successful doing Christianity by the book. There are seven points in the text that I want us to consider this morning. Doing it by the book. Seven points. Number one, fact. The fact the fact. Join me in Joshua chapter 1 verses 1 and 2. New King James translation. After the death of Moses the servant of the Lord it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua the son of Nun. Moses' assistant saying Moses my servant is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, and you and all the people to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel. The background is the people of Israel had been wandering in the wilderness for 40 years, and now they stand on the east side of Jordan. Moses had led this group of peoples, maybe even 6 million through the wilderness experience. And they had to depend upon Moses for strength and guidance. But the fact is Moses is dead. He could not lead them across. Now this Hebrew word arise. Indicates that Joshua and the people were sitting there looking at the river. The promised land is on the east side. On the west side rather. They are on the east side. Pondering their next move. You know what? We got to face facts. Whatever is hampering you, whatever has happened in your life, it is what it is. Deal with it and move on. Church hurt has stopped the progress of the church perhaps more than anything else. Not the outside interference, but people in the church. And because some people have been hurt in the church, they don't want to have nothing to do with the church except Mother's Day, Easter, and Christmas. Get over it. That person probably is dead and gone. Get over it and move on. The fact is that is dead in your life. Be successful, we're gonna have to face the fact. After the fact, there's the promise. Look at verse 3 with me. Every place the sole of your foot will tread upon. I will, I have, not I will, I have given you as I said to Moses. Verse 4 For the wilderness, from the wilderness, and this Lebanon. As far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites and to the great sea toward going down of the sun shall be yours. This is a promise from God's mouth to Moses' ears. This was an unconditional promise, but it has stipulations. That that may seem like a contradiction, but it was an unconditional promise. I'm going to do that, but it has stipulations. When you look at this text, I want you to focus on that Hebrew word, trade. It's a term used of someone in a wine vat who is trampling grapes to produce wine. This is hard, laboring, tiring work. But the amount of wine that is produced depends on how you are willing to stamp out the gravy. How long are you willing to stay there? Yes, it's tiring. But would you rather have a pint or five gallons? You see, here's how we approach that. We want to get in the wine vat with our shoes on. So we don't get our foot dirty. That has a tendency to contaminate the wine. We want to get in the wine vat maybe with our socks on. But that has a tendency to soak out some of the nutrients of the wine. We got to get in there with our bare feet and we got to tread them grapes out. God has promised he's going to give it to us. How much do you want? Had a conversation today doing faith development. And I was going to say something about it to you Talking about the kingdom. Everybody wants the benefits of being in the kingdom but they don't want to act like king's kids. They don't want to work But they want to pay. Not only the fact. Not only the promise. But we can also find this text. The assurance. Verse 5. No man. Shall be able to stand before you. All the days of your life. As I was with Moses. So I will be with you. I will not leave. Nor forsake you. Joshua served under Moses for 40 years. He's seen how God had worked in Moses' life and how God had blessed Moses to face the challenge of leadership. I want you to go go back to verse 1 that said God speaks to Joshua. This is the first time that God spoke directly to Joshua like he spoke to Moses. God was going to face many challenges, and God knew that. And leading these people in the promised land. The land was not only inherited by the Hittites, but all the other kind of ice. We call them Canaanites. God's people were going to be overmanned. There's no in world he could fight these people. They were not trained or equipped. So to be successful, we cannot go by what we see. How we view things is not the way God views them. God does not use the same calculator we use so we can't count like God counts. But we can rest assured that if God said it, he will do it. The fact, the promise, the assurance, and now the charge. The charge. Verse 6. Be Strong and of good courage. King James says courageous. For this people, you shall divide an inheritance, the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. God was telling him because of my insurance. Don't be weak-minded or scared. The word be strong has to do with the mind that's weak-mindedness when you think some things the words good courage has to do with the heart that's what we'll be getting at this morning you have to get things in your heart not necessarily in your mind if you think you can't do it you probably won't if you believe you're defeated fear will set in to be successful we must keep moving forward And do what God has instructed us to do. Regardless of what we see. From a fact. To a promise. To an assurance. To a charge. And now here's where most people stop. The challenge. The challenge. Verse 7. Only be strong and very courageous. Courageous. That you may observe to do all of the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left. That you may prosper wherever you go. Joshua was challenged to stay on track. His strength and his courage is going to be based strictly on his adherence to the book. He was not to act on how he felt or how he thought. He was supposed to act upon the book. Josh was not to change it, add to it, or interject his own thought into it. That was his challenge, and that is our challenge today, is to stay by the book and stop making excuses. Can I just put a comma there and talk? We've got to stop making excuses and I'm talking to those staff people that have jobs to do. Because not all staff people do something. We've got to stop being late when it comes to doing Christ's work. Just because service starts at 8.30 don't mean you need to be pulling up here at 8.30 if you got something to do. That's your challenge. Do it by the book. I think just about most owners, man, I know in the older cars, before you just didn't get in that car and start driving. Not when it was 20 degrees. You got out there and you had to do something. Rob and I was talking about the other day, the frost came down, had ice on the windshield. You don't come out there and just start driving that car with ice on the windshield. You got to come out and get that ice off. And that means that if you got to come out, you can't come out dry. You got to come out there early and do the stuff. I'm through with it. I'm moving on. (laughs) Y'all will hear from me later. The fact, the promise, the insurance, charge the challenge. There's no detours to the road to success. It's God who wrote the blueprint. He is the great architect. He and only he can change it and he wants. Number six, the requirement. The requirement. Or as Mr. G. Gamer would put it, the prerequisite. Number Eight, Chapter Eight. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it, not on it, in it, day and night that you may observe to do according to all, not some, all that is written in it. for then you make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Notice the emphasis is then. That means after you do certain things, you'll be successful. To be successful in Canaan, God gave Joshua four things regarding this book of the law. Four words. Mouth. Talk about it. Talk about it. Meditate. Think about it. The Hebrew word here means to mother. Now I know a lot of people say when people talk to themselves they're crazy. Well I must be crazy because I do it all the time. How many of y'all have kind of been mothering things, thinking about some things and you find yourself kind of just speaking? That's exactly what it means. But notice what it says here. Day and night. If we did this, you know, a lot of that stuff we watch on television, we we wouldn't be watching. Move on, Wilkowski. Now, don't get me wrong. I see a lot of good stuff on Facebook. But a lot of that stuff, y'all spend more better time getting in God's Word. Amen. Then you say observe. That don't mean a casual look. That means to look at it carefully. And the fourth thing is to do. Act on it. So in other words, you talk about it, you think about it, you look at it carefully, at it, and you act on what's in it. Last thing, number seven. The reinforcement. And here's where it gets good. Verse nine. Have I not commanded you? Let me read that again. Have I not commanded you? This ain't a question that God is asking Joshua so he can get an answer. It's a statement. That's rhetorical. It is me that has commanded you. Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. God instructed Joshua to do everything by the book. In verse 9, he's adding an exclamation point for reinforcement. This this, this is meant, what is meant by the boom. Can I show you what the boom is? The boom really means that's it. That's all. Uh, 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 our teacher mentioned this morning, y'all might have seen this. Drop the mic. Why the entertainer drop the mic? He ain't performing no more. Ain't nothing else to be said. That's the boom. The show is over. That's the end. Spiritually, it means nothing else to be said. Spiritually, it means it is finished. Spiritually, it means the last word. Spiritually, it means amen. Boom. That's it. We come and we listen to the book. But we ignore the boom. We put a but after the book. Not a boom. You see, the book says, Be ye holy as I am holy. Boom! The book says... If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things are passed away, but all, all things are new. Boom. The book says, fail not to assemble yourself as the the, the, the but the, And that's a boom. The book says, marriage is honorable in all, and the bed is under fire, but whoremonger and adultery God will judge. Boom. The book says, don't be equally yoked with unbelievers. Boom. The book says, all souls are mine, and the soul that said it, it shall die. Boom. The book says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except by me. Boom. The book says, don't be slow for busy. Boom. The book says, don't lay with a woman like you would with another woman. Uh, boom. <laughs> The book says the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Boom. The book says you can't serve two masters. Boom. The book says, choose you this day. Who you going to serve? boom finally for me today the book says if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God has raised Jesus from the dead you shall be saved let's pray. Thanks for listening. We pray that you have been blessed by the message. Visit us on the web at npgbc.org for contact information, service times, or directions to our place of worship.